Alexander DeJamus spent most of his life in a Russian orphanage. It was specifically for children with disabilities. When he was 15 years old, he was adopted by an American family in Dallas, Texas. He is now 21 years old, and he wrote a letter to Vladimir Putin that is today being delivered to the Russian embassy in Washington, D.C. What did you write in that letter, Alexander? It is so transformational. Being in a family, living with a family, being loved, being cared for, you know, it is so important to every child that passing a law depriving basically children of the last chance for such a transformation is absolutely shocking to me and to a lot of loving families in the United States. So you're talking about your life now in Dallas. What what was your life like until you were 15 years old, a long time to spend in an orphanage? I was left at the orphanage by my biological parents right after I was born. I was born with uh, severe physical disabilities do you mind telling us the nature of your disabilities? I was born with uh, deformed hands. I'm missing a middle finger on each of my hands. And my legs, my lower limbs were deformed, preventing me from walking. So I used a small uh, a skateboard-like scooter my whole life, just pushing myself against the floor. And that's how I got around for most of my life. What kind of support did you have in the orphanages? Was there any kind of therapy? What were the conditions like? Because the orphanage was small, it wasn't as uh, bad as a lot of orphanages are in Russia. You know, we were provided equipment, I mean, wheelchairs and, you know, crutches. And there were times when the, the equipment would wear out, for example, you know, the wheelchair uh, would break and sometimes... Uh, People who were taking care of us would be reluctant to change it. And, you know, like, again, I said I was riding on my scooter my whole life, just pushing myself against the floor. And there were times when <laughs> one of the wheels would break on that scooter and I wouldn't get a new one for a while. So <laughs> there were times when I would just ride on two wheels. How did you end up coming to the U.S.? I came to the United States for medical treatment to have an amputation of lower limbs so that I would be able to wear prosthetics and walk. And uh, the host family that I stayed with, you know, our relationship became more than just a, you know, a formal relationship with a foster child. It became a very close unit, and we had enough time to finalize the adoption before I turned 16. 16 is the age limit. The age uh, limit for adoption? Yes, yes. So mainly you wanted to come here, obviously, so you could walk. So you got these uh, prostheses. You, you didn't plan on being adopted. But it happened, and you've done a lot. Uh, I mean, you have done an amazing amount. You're a student now at University of Texas, right? Yes. Studying yes. international relations? Yeah, and government, yeah. And you're a hiker. Can you tell us what you did over this past summertime? I'm actually not a hiker uh, at all. But uh, this summer, me and uh, in collaboration with uh, one of the organizations in Moscow and a few of my friends in Russia decided to hike uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, <laughs> good for a non-hiker. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm prosthetic legs. And uh, we were doing it to raise awareness about disabled orphans in Russia and maybe present this as an inspirational statement that you can do this. I mean, this is the highest mountain in Africa and we're doing it on prosthetic legs. You know, and it took us about six days, and, and the last the last day, I just took my legs off, and I was just crawling for twelve hours uh, to the last camp. Why? <laughs> on my hands. Well, with prosthetics, it's very difficult. I hiked three days, and 
an average 11 hours each of those days. And I don't have knee joints, uh, meaning that I have to, you know, every time I make a step, it's actually hard for me. So it was a, probably the most challenging thing I've done physically uh, in my life. Again, this was done to show people in Russia and the United States, you know, orphans that, that, that you know, don't be afraid. Each of us has, uh, you know, his own mountain to climb. Literally and figuratively. And, and Alexander, you go back to the same orphanage in Russia, don't you? Yes. Uh, I have visited Russia quite a few times since I've been adopted, which I believe you know, strengthened my perspective because every time I go back, I see, I see those conditions. You know, the conditions I grew up in last summer, I went and a lot of my friends, childhood friends, have already graduated and I see... I can see what they're doing. A lot of them end up in nursing homes with aging people. It's very uh, shocking to observe, you know, these nursing homes all over Russia. And you have these 18-year-old children basically, you know, thrown into these nursing homes with uh, older people. It's shocking. And, and that's, why, that's why I wrote this letter, because uh, as a country, I mean, every time I go back, I see the same thing. I can see that my friends are just they're either using drugs or they're on the street or they're just they have nowhere to go. This law presumes that children in Russia will have a better life than they will in the United States. And that's such a false statement. And everybody in Russia knows that everybody. To me, it's absolutely just shocking. There, there are no words. There, there are no arguments that can ever justify this. Alexander Jamus, who's speaking to us from outside of Dallas, Texas. He is a former orphan in an orphanage for children with disabilities in Russia. And, Alexander, we've got some great photos of you in action on Mount Kilimanjaro. Our listeners can find them at theworld.org. Nice to talk to you. Thank you.